Hi everyone, I'm Christina Lingham from the Molecular Diagnostics Europe Summit. I'm really pleased to have the opportunity to speak with David Barton, who's Chief Molecular Geneticist in the Department of Medical Genetics at Our Lady's Children's Hospital in Ireland. He'll be talking to us about what the new EU IVD regulation will mean for IVD labs. He'll be giving a talk in the plenary session this May 23rd in Lisbon, Portugal. David, thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you. Tell us about yourself. My name is David Barton. I am director of the Molecular Genetics Laboratory at the Department of Clinical Genetics in Our Lady's Children's Hospital in Dublin. I've been in this post for 23 years, and for nearly as long I've been involved in the European Molecular Genetics Quality Network, and also I've been working on issues around the regulation of DNA testing, of genetic testing, and in vitro diagnostic devices, or IVDs. Can you summarize what the new regulations are and why it is important? So Europe has completely rewritten its regulations on diagnostic devices and medical devices in general, and these new regulations bring in four different risk classes of diagnostic device and a whole lot of new compliance regulations that devices have to essentially do what they say on the label and be manufactured in a safe manner and used in a safe manner. Well, it's important for IVD companies to learn about this. So can you describe some key features of the new oversight? So key features would be the risk classification from class A, the lowest risk kinds of tests, to class D, the highest risk kinds of tests like HIV testing and blood grouping and prenatal testing and so on. So most genetic testing is classed into class C. So this brings a proper proportionate regulation to the different kinds of device depending on their use and depending how serious it is if the device works incorrectly or gives a, an incorrect result. And up to now in Europe, there's been much more cumbersome classification procedure and all new devices were classed at the lowest risk class. So there's clear risk to patients. Made it very easy for companies to get tests out on the market, but it didn't necessarily serve patients well. So these new regulations are very welcome, even though there is an increased burden on IVD manufacturers to comply with these new regulations. And would you outline what some of the ramifications of introducing these new regulations for labs will be? Well, for labs that are just buying in CE-marked, that's you know, European-approved tests, there shouldn't be much effect at all, except because there's an increased burden of regulation, which comes, of course, with increased cost. Some manufacturers may drop some of their devices. If they have devices that aren't making them much money, they'll think maybe this, it isn't worthwhile recertifying these devices for the new regulations, and they may drop them from their catalog, and then labs will have to look elsewhere for those tests or else develop them in-house. And there are new regulations for labs developing their own tests in-house. Up to now, they were completely exempt if you made your own tests in-house, LDTs as they're known in the U.S., but in the new European regulations, these sorts of devices are regulated and labs have to comply with the regulations, not to the same extent as commercial manufacturers do, but there still will be some burden for individual labs that make their own tests. And can you outline what the ramifications of introducing these new regulations for IBD manufacturers will be? The implications for IBD manufacturers are much more extensive because most of the regulations are directed at commercial producers of IVDs. So there'll be 
a lot of compliance requirements right from test design to test manufacture through to monitoring of performance post-market. And there will be a European database of all approved IVDs and reporting each year on the performance of the IDs and a much more involvement of the professional assessment bodies known as notified bodies in the European system. They'll be in looking at the design portfolios, they'll be looking at the quality of the manufacturing facilities, and they'll be looking at the scientific data that proves that the devices are doing what they say on the manufacturer's label on the package insert. So quite extensive additional responsibilities for manufacturers, and I know there's, there's quite a lot of worry in the industry. The general welcome for the new regulations because they're tidying things up a lot and benefiting patients, but there is a concern that the burden may be too high in some cases. And as I mentioned, manufacturers may decide to drop some tests because they're just not commercially viable anymore. There's also a concern about the capacity of the regulators to recertify all the existing IVDs in the five-year derogation period because these regulations will finally kick in in 2022. But even though that sounds like quite a long time away, if you have to recertify every single IVD that's already on the market, as well as all the new ones that come down the pipeline during that time, that could be problematic for the new levels of regulation that have to be put in place. What advice do you have for people to prepare for these changes? I would say find yourself a regulatory expert. You will be obliged to employ a regulatory expert if you're manufacturing IVD devices and there are standards set out for the qualifications and experience that those people will have to have. But even though you don't have to do that for another four and a half years, it's important that you do that right away and get yourself up to speed with the regulations, make a plan and start to implement that plan right away because it's going to take at least those four years to get your files and your portfolios in place and to get them through the regulatory system because the regulatory system is going to be a real bottleneck. Well, David, thank you for your time and insights today. You're welcome. I look forward to joining you at the conference in Lisbon in May. That was David Barton of Our Lady's Children's Hospital in Ireland. He'll be speaking in the plenary session of the Molecular Diagnostics Europe Summit. If you'd like to hear him in person, go to MolecularDXEurope.com for registration information and enter the key code podcast. I'm Christina Lingham. Thank you for listening.